calling all aspiring podcasters. This is your sign to start your own podcast because we have just the right tool for you. Before we started podcasting, we really thought that everything would be such a hassle, especially the editing. But we've found the best and most convenient all-around podcast tool out there. Pod Machine! Pod Machine will take care of your podcasting needs from audio production, design, marketing, and growth support. All you have to do is sit back, relax, and keep creating great content that sounds professional. It's time for you to start sounding like a pro with Pod Machine today. Sign up and get a free episode trial. Once you're convinced of how good it can be, you can start for as low as $49.99 for 4 episodes in a month. But wait, there's more. If you use our code courtroom, that's C-O-U-R-T-R-O-O-M, you get one free episode credit upon subscribing. Let Podmachine do their editing magic so you can focus on the fun stuff and sound like a pro. Visit podmachine.com and sign up. What's up? Welcome to the courtroom. I am Theo. And I'm Odge. And in this podcast, we tell you stories about people's life, liberty, and property. Kikwentohan namin kayo about court rulings in a way that will make you understand jurisprudence like a nine-year-old. All rulings before the order, Supreme Court of the Philippines, shall appear in the bench for the court So join us as we delve into true crime, political controversies, and all things started with chismis every week. So, Oj, have you ever felt trapped in your own body? Paano trapped as in parang possessed? Anong possessed? Hindi, not the paranormal Hindi feeling. Ba? But more on like, you're not comfortable with your own skin. Ah, well, never ko naman kasi na-feel na trapped because I have always been comfortable with my own body. Although, syempre, I still recognize that there are people who feel otherwise. Some people kasi think and feel that they should have a different body or biological makeup other than mm. their own. And of course, we support and acknowledge those yes. who feel that way kasi it's really the core of self-love to feel comfortable with our own body. Whether it's something we are born with or it's something we choose. Kaso nga lang, the unfortunate and sad reality is that in our country, especially the roles we play in the society is predominantly determined by what our sex is. I agree. Kasi even before we were born, we were already assigned a certain gender identity, which is based on our sex or biological makeup. Like for example, if it turns out na female yung baby, usually na-associate sa pink or dress or dolls. Pag may laman, most likely blue. Shirts or cars. More on yung mga stereotypical notions about uh, male and female. Even yung male and female names are actually being thought of for the baby, diba? Ay, nako. Totoo yan. Kaya ako, pag kinukuha ko magninang sa binyag, gender-neutral gifts talaga yung binibigay ko eh. Kasi I do not subscribe to that stereotype. Pangalawa, ang hirap din kasi talaga bumili ng regalo pag nakabase ka sa gender. Pero eto... I have a pseudo-hypothetical question. Sige, shoot. For you. Again, anay ko tanong no, aga. <laughs> what if, by cosmic accident, Nax, parang k-drama, oh, yung mga gender bender. Hindi, <laughs> pa, para lang mas realistic, what 
if due to a rare medical condition, the biological makeup of one person was altered. Alam mo, may mga ganyang talagang cases. Hindi eh. lang ba to in, sa drama? Hindi, hindi lang. <laughs> We're in yung person na yun, mas born na female, for example. And then later on, she develops a secondary male sex due to a rare medical condition. Now, the important question here is, what sexual identity should that person assume given that she has two sexes? Well, that sounds intriguing, Oj. Diba? And that's what we're going to find out on this pilot episode where we will uncover one man's pursuit to recognition and identity as he fought to correct his gender and name. This is the story of Jennifer Kagandahan. Si Jennifer Kagandahan kasi was registered as female in her birth certificate. Nung bata siya, she was diagnosed to have clitoral hypertrophy and at the age of 6, nagpa-ultrasound siya and it revealed that she has small ovaries. Now, at 13 years old, yung mga tests sa kanya show that her ovarian structures had minimized. Hindi nag-develop yung breast niya and hindi, do- hindi din siya nagkaroon ng mens. Now, they found out that she developed secondary male characteristics and was diagnosed to have congenital adrenal hyperplasia, which is actually also known as CAH. Now, a person with CAH possesses both male and female characteristics. Ah, kaya naman for all interests and appearances, as well na din in her mind and emotions, Jennifer is convinced that she was male. So, in 2003, when she was around 22 years old, Jennifer filed a petition sa Regional Trial Court ng Laguna para ipakorek yung birth certificate niya from female to male and for her first name to be changed from Jennifer to Jeff. Tapos, to prove her claim, she presented the testimony and medical certificate issued by a certain Dr. Michael Shonzon. He is part of the Department of Psychiatry of the University of the Philippines, PGH. According to Dr. Shanzon, genetically, female si Jennifer. But because her body secretes male hormones, her female organs did not develop normally. In short, she has two sex organs, which are female and male nga. Sabi din ni Doc, yung condition na to is actually very rare and at the same time, permanent. Kaya, Dr. Shanzon recommended the change of gender since si Jennifer naman has already made up her mind on what gender she would like to assume. And also, she has already adjusted to her chosen role as male. So, according kay Doc, yung change of gender would be advantageous to her. So, with the medical certificate and of course, Dr. Shanzon's testimony to back her claim, Ayun, the lower court decides in her favor. Tapos na. Ayun na yung kaso. Ayun na yun. De joke lang. <laughs> Ang bilis. De joke lang. Siyempre, dito natapos yung kwento. The Office of the Solicitor General or the OSG calls out the decision based on technicality. The OSG argues na, wait, parang the petition is defective ah, kasi it did not comply with Rules 103 and 108 of the Rules of Court. Now, ano bang sinasabi nitong OSG about Rule 103? Sabi kasi sa Rule 103 of the Rules of Court, the petitioner, who is Jennifer in this case, has to state that she is a bona fide resident for at least three years 
prior filing dun sa province kung saan siya magpa-file ng petition na hindi nalagay ni Jennifer sa petition niya. Yung Rule 108 naman of the Rules of Court, particularly yung Section 3, is about the civil registrar as an indispensable party in a proceeding that concerns the correction of name in the civil registry. Pag magpapakorek ka kasi ng name mo, need mo na mag-file ng petition for correction of entry sa regional trial court. Pero hindi kung saan sa ang RTC, hindi mm-hmm. pwede ganun. Kasi dapat uh, magpa-file ka dun sa RTC na yung RTC na yon located in the same province of the civil registry kung saan naka-record yung name mo. Wait, so to clarify, kung sa civil registry ng Laguna naka-register ang birth certificate ni Jennifer, hindi pwedeng sa, let's say, RTC ng QC siya mag-file. Dapat sa RTC din ng Laguna, right? Exactly. Yung RTC Laguna, yung isasama niya sa petition as an indispensable party. Mm, ano naman yung indispensable party na yan? Eto, chill ka lang ha. Eto na. Indispensable party, eto yung um, it refers to one whose interest will be affected by the court's action in litigation. Without whom, no final determination of the case can be had. Since indispensable party siya, yung legal presence niya is an absolute necessity. Ah, so, pag wala siya, walang magiging effective, uh-huh. complete, or equitable resolution ng court. Yes. Meaning, all subsequent actions of the court will be null and void. Yes, that's correct. Ito yung isa sa mga arguments kasi ng OSG. Kasi nung nag-file si Jennifer nung petition, hindi niya daw nasama yung local civil registrar as an indispensable party as provided in Section 3, Rule 108 of the Rules of Court. So, hindi daw siya nag-comply sa rules. Uh, also, as per the OSG, yung Rule 108 does not allow change of sex or gender in the birth certificate. And yung medical condition daw, known as CAH, does not make Jennifer a male. Mm, pero syempre hindi papatalo si Jennifer. Syempre, palaban yan. <laughs> she counters na di man niya formally na name as party to her petition, yung local civil registrar ng Pakid Laguna, nakapagbigay naman daw siya ng copy ng petition, ng order to publish, at ng lahat ng pleadings, orders, and processes in the course of the proceeding. She also insists that he is actually a male person. So his birth certificate has to be corrected. Take nota, corrected, not change, to reflect his true sex or gender. He or she also invokes Section 6, Rule 1 of the Rules of Court na nagsasabi that courts shall construe or interpret the rules liberally to promote a just, speedy, and inexpensive dispositions of the matters brought before it. So, courtmates. Court, courtmates? Hmm, bakit? <laughs> so, bagay, makes sense. Pag sa classroom may batas, joke. Pag sa classroom may classmates, so, I guess, sa courtroom may courtmates. Tama, diba? Kalino mo dyan, ha? Siyempre, sometimes. Ah. So, yun nga, uh, mga courtmates, sa tingin nyo, ano sa inang Supreme Court? nag uh, affirm kaya yung ruling ng lower court or nag-grant kaya yung petition for correction of entry ni Jennifer? Daming tanong. Ano nga? Siyempre, para medyo may pa-suspense. Pero eto na talaga. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of Jennifer! <laughs> 
Nakakatawa ka. Saya mo, no? Oo, masaya talaga ako. Ngayon yun lang kita pero dumadrum roll siya. <laughs> As for Supreme Court, uh, since nag-furnish naman daw ng copy ng petition si Jennifer sa local civil register, there is already a substantial compliance to Rule 108 of the Rules of Court. Tapos, yung mga entries under Rule 108 of the Rules of Court are those provided in Articles 407 and 408 of the Civil Code. In Article 407, it states that acts, events, and judicial decrees concerning the civil status shall be recorded in the civil register. And by acts or events, it includes even those that occur after birth. Yung Article 408 naman, enumerated those that may be entered in the civil register. Now, para saan ba to? Kasi nga, di ba, sabi ng OSG, under Rule 108, hindi allowed yung change of sex or gender sa birth certificate. Mm-hmm. And yung medical condition na CAH does not make her male, di ba? Now, pero kung titingnan mo yung Article 407, it's very uh, clear under that provision na pati yung mga acts or events na nangyari after birth shall be recorded in the civil register. And dito nagfo-fall yung case ni Jennifer since yung condition niya nagdevelop lang naman after birth. Obviously, Jennifer undisputedly has CAH uh-huh. and it is just one of the many conditions that involve intersex anatomy. Now, intersex or intersexuality means that certain individuals cannot be simply classified as either male or female. Kasi nga, they have the biological characteristic eh, of both sexes. Sa Philippine laws kasi, in terms of sex, classified either as a male or female lang. Diba? Oo nga, so, eh, ganun. <laughs> so, ang, ano yung basis ng court sa ganun ka-rigid na classification? According to them, sa Supreme Court, it's not just mere appearances when nature itself fundamentally negates said classification. Sa case kasi ni Jennifer, she just let nature takes its course. Wala naman naging medical intervention, di ba? So, as per Supreme Court, If one is biologically or naturally intersex, hindi mo naman sinadya na maging intersex. It just naturally happened. The determining factor in his gender classification would be what the individual would, uh, with, with, rather, with good reason, thinks of his or her sex pag legal age na siya. So, since Jennifer thinks of himself as a male, tapos yung body niya pa, nagpo-produce ng high levels of male hormones, uh, then there is preponderant biological support for considering him as being male. In short, in the case of intersex persons in general, inconclusive pa yung gender classification birth. It is at maturity that... Uh, The gender of such persons, like Jennifer, is fixed. Mm. Kaya naman the court held that compassionate calls for recognition in deciding this case. It means that various degrees of intersex should not be subject to outright denial. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court refers to the evidence presented in court, including the fact that Jennifer actually thinks of himself as male, and that a doctor attested to that fact that Jennifer's body produces high levels of male hormones. Dahil wala pa namang batas on issues like this, 
the court will not dictate or pass judgment on innately private matters like ano bang dapat sexuality or lifestyle preferences ng isang tao o kung gusto or ayaw nitong mag-undergo ng medical treatment to reverse the male tendencies due to CAH. Mm-hmm. Saka, syempre, the court does not want to force Jennifer to undergo treatment and to take med- medication just to fit the mold of a female mm-hmm. in the society. It is Jennifer who has to live with this intersex anatomy. Kaya naman, it is his sole right to pursue his happiness and health. And as for Jennifer's petition for change uh, of name under Rule 103, sabi ng court, It's not a matter of right but of judicial discretion which is exercised in the light of the reasons presented and the consequences that will follow. Syempre, proper lang naman yung change of name from yeah. Jennifer to Jeff. Hindi, Jennifer pa din siya. <laughs> Kasi proper siya since nagkaroon din ng change of entry sa birth uh, certificate niya mm-hmm. which is from female to male. Alam nga naman nag-change yung gender pero yung name hindi, di ba? Mm-hmm. Of course, it should follow. In the end, the court affirms as valid and justify Jennifer, who is now Jeff, on his position and personal judgment. According to the court, to him should belong the primordial choice of what courses of action to take along the path of his sexual development and maturation. Lalo na wala namang ebidensyang inkompetensya, mag-decide, or that makakasama para sa kanya or sa lipunang ginagalawan niya kung pipiliin niyang maging lalaki. Tanging siya lang ang pwedeng mamili what he wants his sexual and gender identity to be. So, happy ending naman ng story ni Jeff. Pero, what do you think about the case? Siyempre, happy ending talaga. Pilot episode, eh. Dapat <laughs> <laughs> good vibes lang. Pero, ako siguro one thing I noticed was how the court transition dun pag binasa mo yung full text, on how the court transitioned in addressing Jennifer in the decision from she to he. I mean, it resonates eh, the court sensitivity and their respect to his personal choice. Sabi nga sa case na to, life is already difficult for the ordinary person. Thus, we ought to respect how Jeff deals with his unordinary state. Siguro for me, I want to emphasize lang the need for sensitivity, especially on how we deal with other people's preferences and sexuality. Whether it be a medical condition or their sexual orientation, everybody has the right to be who they choose to be and be recognized for it. Kaya naman, courtmates, be sensitive ah, even uh-huh. in simple ways such as using the proper pronouns. And if you are unsure, it is never offensive to ask politely that person how they want to be addressed. Nice thought ah. I agree with you. Ako naman, uh, naisip ko yung tanong na, Mm. Would you rather be a societal concept or yourself? What do you think? Ikaw? Ako, syempre, yourself. Talaga ba? Oo, I love myself. <laughs> well, yan talaga yung ideal answer. Usually, yan talaga yung sagot. Pero, pagtingin mo sa reality, Mm-mm. for some or most people, Ang sagot lang. Oo. It becomes the other way around. Yeah. Na, ang naiisip ko dito is yung uh, notion or concept of reification. Eh. Doon sa idea na yon. One sees things as more real than actual object. Mm-hmm. Like for example, yung sa concept ng gender, a woman or a man should act or behave in certain ways. Ito yung mga stereotypical 
stereotypical ideas. Yeah. Eh. Uh-huh. And above all, yung biological makeup nila should be as such. Now, if he or she does not conform with the said notion, he cannot be classified as one, either as a man or a woman. Now, most of the time, society would rather change the actual person just to fit the concept. Yun yung sinasabing reification eh. Parang lumalabas, mas gusto pa nating baguhin yung mga tao kaysa dun sa konsepto. But we are actually forgetting something. That these concepts were actually only created by people themselves in a society. Para saan ba? For what? Siyempre, we need them. We need language for one to operate. How can we even mm-hmm. communicate without it, right? Yeah, right. Although, sa case, at least, uh, yung court, uh, it accommodated the actual changes that occurred with Jeff. But come to think of it, at the end of the day, trap pa din talaga tayo sa rigid classification that was set up by society. Uh, particularly yung mga stereotypes, di ba? Mm-hmm. Imagine yung hirap ng process dun sa case ni Jeff. And umabot pa sa Exactly, umabot pa sa Supreme Court. And in the case of gender, hindi lang yan yung issue. Napakarami oh, pang dami, iba, yeah. di ba? Isama mo na yung mga soji bill, civil partnership mm-hmm. bill dyan. Yeah. And actually... Dami ka pang gustong sabihin, Parang pero... Parang gusto pa. natin isa pang yeah. podcast for that. But anyway, let's see. Masyado na ako maraming sinasabi. So, so tanungin naman natin yung mga courtmates na yan. Oh. Sa'yo galing yan eh. How about you, courtmates? Share with us your insights on this case or let us know what cases you would like us to chika for our next episode. If you guys like our podcast, please don't forget to subscribe for free on Spotify or wherever you're listening to right now. You can also watch the audiogram version of this podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Again, this is Oj and Theo leaving you with a reminder to always look back in history because precedent shall rule the future. Thank you for listening and we'll see you again in the courtroom. Bye!